Corporate earnings season kicks off this week. So what are the expectations for 2024? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Hello and welcome. Coming up, record numbers of migrants have been caught illegally crossing the border since Democratic President Joe Biden took office in 2021. So what are Republicans and other lawmakers in Congress doing about this as the new year begins? But first... Corporate earnings season kicks off this week. The new start comes amid an economic report from the World Bank that projects the global economy is on course to record its worst half decade of growth in 30 years. For more, we're joined by Greg Halter, the director of research at Carnegie Investment Council. Hey, Greg, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me back. First, what are your thoughts on the World Bank's report that global growth is forecasted to slow for the third year in a row in 2024, just dipping to 2.4% from 2.6% in 2023? Uh, Sure. I I think sometimes we get a little too caught up in the numbers. Um, If it was 2.8% instead of the 2.4%, i am not sure everyone would would have been rejoicing versus the 2.4% versus 2.6%. Uh, These are small numbers, but all in all, you would think that the emerging markets would be helping drive that growth higher over time. So far, that hasn't happened, at least this decade. It's really been the U.S., which has been certainly coming out of the the pandemic and and the shutdowns and so forth, has really been the, the stellar entity carrying the world market, if you will. Now, the new year is underway. What do you anticipate for the corporate earnings seasons with big banks? Sure. The the banks start us off Friday, JP Morgan and some of the other big banks. Always important um, bellwethers because they are lending to everybody out there from the consumers to the large corporations. Um, I think a lot of focus will be on the net interest margins of the banks and they are trending. Have they peaked? Some think they have, some think they have room to go. Also, lots of emphasis on the credit quality of the banks. That will be very very important to look at the trends there. Uh, The efficiency ratios of these banks, what are they doing with their costs? Um, And then finally, um regarding technology how that is being used by these entities we know jp morgan for one spends many 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 dollars on the technology side and that has really allowed them to be a a leader in in the space if you will and jamie diamond who will speak on friday always provides a great perspective of the not just the U.S. economy, not just banks, but many areas, including underwriting, asset management, they have their tentacles in many different areas. So it's always important to listen to what he has to say. So let's dig in a little bit on that point. How are investors reacting to the technology sector? Uh, so far, it's been interesting. The uh, You talk about the Magnificent Seven, and many of those are technology names, not all, but many. Um, some, such as Apple, have not done so well. And then we're looking at NVIDIA hitting new all-time highs today and some of the other chip names. Um, it's a very, very big, diverse sector. So uh, just to say, you know, how this looks on an overall basis is always difficult. 
But if you look at some of the, um, you know, some of the individual names, it's always going to, going to be important to see what happens. JP, uh, NVIDIA, sorry, was a very, very good performer in the stock market last year. And so far, we're starting out very strong. Um, they introduced uh, three new chips yesterday. Lots of good news there. Um, I know at the JP Morgan Healthcare Conference, they talked about their healthcare business. You really don't think of NVIDIA in healthcare, but they're definitely involved. It's important for them and it's a growing business. So we'll see. Um, but things like a, uh, artificial intelligence and the cloud are very important going forward. So we can't really talk about corporate earnings without mentioning consumers. We saw strong consumer spending in 2023 as it wrapped up. What are the projections for this year? It always seems like it's doom and gloom, if you will, for the consumer. They're always tapped out. They're, they don't have any money. The credit cards are at high levels. The interest rates are high. Yet, at least in the U.S., the consumer always seems to find a way to spend more money and I would say there's probably a trillion dollars of so-called excess dollars out there that can still be used by the consumer. Plus, I think our unemployment rate's 3.7%. Plenty of people working. Maybe they're working two jobs, but they're working. They have income. And that, I think, will help buffer the uh, that consumer sector. As I think I've said on your program before, don't discount the U.S. consumer. Hmm. So kind of in that vein, so far, the U.S. economy has defied recession fears. At this point, do you think that will last? I think we've probably made it through the, the fears, if you will, from last year where everyone is expecting a recession and it never happened. Of course, this could be the exact opposite where everyone thinks there won't be a recession in 2024 and we do have one. But I don't see why. I mean, we've got inflation coming down. We've got a great employment situation. People do have money. Businesses overall for the S&P 500 are expected to earn 11% more in earnings. You know, that's, that's very positive. That's very strong. So in regards to a recession, I don't know that that's going to happen in 2024. And with about 45 seconds left, when might we see the first rate interest cuts? I would think the Fed wants to, I would think the Fed wants to continue to have that focus on the inflation so they're not that reactive and probably maybe mid-year is when you could see that depending as we've all heard data dependent data dependent data dependent they'll look at the data and make decisions from there Greg Halter with the Carnegie Investment Council thanks so much for your time Thank you Record numbers of migrants have been caught illegally crossing the border since Democratic President Joe Biden took office in 2021. The U.S. Border Patrol arrested about 2 million migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border in fiscal year 2023, similar to record-breaking totals during Biden's first two years in office. So what is Congress doing about this as the new year begins? Republicans in the U.S. Congress are threatening to force a government shutdown in an effort to tighten security along the U.S.-Mexico border. And they're blocking emergency funding to Ukraine in order to get it. A record number of migrants have been caught illegally crossing since Democratic President Joe Biden took office in 2021. There were about 2 million in fiscal year 2023. 
far more than the around 850,000 seen in 2019 during Donald Trump's presidency. Here's what Republicans and Democrats want to do. Republican U.S. House Speaker Mike Johnson has said Biden needs to reinstate Trump policies and crack down on border crossings. If President Biden wants a supplemental spending bill focused on national security, it better begin by defending America's national security. Republicans also oppose new Biden policies that allow certain migrants to enter legally for humanitarian reasons. Republicans have called on the Democratic-led Senate to approve a bill passed by the House in May that would effectively end access to asylum at the border. The White House has said Biden would veto the bill. A White House funding request pairs tens of billions of dollars for Ukraine and Israel with nearly $14 billion for border security. That money would pay for new U.S. Border Patrol agents and asylum officers. The package has been blocked by Republicans in the Senate, who say it doesn't go far enough to discourage illegal immigration. A bipartisan group of senators has been talking for months about a possible deal, but so far haven't agreed to anything. Lawmakers must pass spending bills by January 19th and February 2nd to avoid a partial U.S. government shutdown. Some Republicans say any spending legislation must include their border bill or other language that will prevent migrants from being released into the U.S. It's unclear whether they will force a shutdown over the issue. According to reports, U.S. chipmaker NVIDIA plans to begin mass production in the second quarter of 2024 of an artificial intelligence chip it designed for China to comply with U.S. expert rules. The H20 chip is the most powerful of three China-focused chips NVIDIA developed to meet restrictions announced in October. NVIDIA plans to begin mass production of an artificial intelligence chip designed for China. It aims to start in the second quarter of this year, with the semiconductor made to comply with US export rules. That's according to two people close to the matter. The H20 chip is the most powerful of three China-focused chips NVIDIA developed to meet restrictions announced in October. It was first scheduled to launch last November, but the plan was delayed. Sources told Reuters at the time the holdup was down to issues server manufacturers had integrating the chip. NVIDIA declined to comment. Reuters previously reported that Chinese companies were reluctant to buy the downgraded H20, and they're testing domestic alternatives because of a fear the US could tighten restrictions again. Last year, Reuters reported search engine leader Baidu ordered AI chips from Huawei in a shift away from Nvidia. In addition to the H20, Nvidia plans two other chips that comply with the new restrictions, the L20 and L2. The chipmaker has yet to announce the sale of any of the three. Thanks for watching In America Today. I'm Veronica Dudo. For more, head to tickernews.co. Stay with us. More ticker coming up.